Can you believe they made nine uh, Deep Space series for Star Trek? <laughs> or the bottom finally fell out? <laughs> There's a lot of demand for that. No, actually, it was like the earlier ones had different titles. They weren't all in Deep Space. Uh, yeah, there's the, there's deep, the Fabulous well, Four. Like deep Space Four, they threw it to spice it up there. They were like Deep yeah. Space Four. Originally, they were just called like One and Two. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. I'm amazed that the Ferengi were written into like a show. <laughs> <laughs> that just still baffles me. It's just like, it's such a dog whistle. <laughs> <laughs> If the Ferengi were a dog whistle, then then uh, Klingons are also they're all all alien races are dog whistles in in Star Trek. Let's be clear for those listening to the pod. I we we have a friend who's a hardcore uh, Jewish nationalist, uh, and he was like, uh, his name's. <laughs> you'll hear about him a lot on this pod. Uh, wow. Maybe right. don't do that. <laughs> um. <laughs> we'll we'll edit it out. We'll edit it out. Yeah, no, I'm actually, uh, I'm going to learn how to beep that. We'll beep. Uh, yeah, uh, I was talking with him. We were watching some Deep Space Nine, and he was like, yo, the Vulcans are like the Jews of uh, Star Trek. And I was like, the Vulcans? <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> Inside the mind of a Jewish nationalist. <laughs> Insane. The Vulcans are like the Russians, or like maybe the barbarians well, of the Gates so of Rome. Well, it's so funny because it's like, how do you not see the obvious, like the crazy, like anti-Semitism? <laughs> if, if you're a narcissist, <laughs> why would you ever identify something negative with yourself? This is uh, Thirty Minute Worlds. Uh, I'm Walter. With me, as always, are Dan Kennedy and Zach Chessman. Uh, the podcast where we. Build a world in 30 minutes or your money back. Right. You probably get your money back. You, Are we, we have paid? zero. <laughs> no one pays us to do this shit. We, you know, we're not even running ads yet. This so. is, yeah, this is pirate radio. Yeah, a lot of big podcasts don't run ads at the beginning because uh, you need, you need, you know, you need a big audience to get ads. It's, you know, it's a sneaking its own tail sort of yeah, problem. Why would we monetize? When I'm perfectly happy having having no money, you know, and living yeah living here, sort of. I pulled myself up by my bootstraps. Deep Space Twenty Two. <laughs> that's not going to scan uh, with most of you, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> it's like that. My dad works for Nintendo Kid. Like my my dad works for Deep Space Twenty Three, which they haven't released yet. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the final cut of Deep Space, all the spec scripts. The lost final episode. Oh, you know, the man. one where the Ferengi rise up and kill everyone else on the station. The, the, the one where the Ferengi blew up, blow up their own Just space station space because they're going to take it over. It's a false flag attack. Oh my god. <laughs> You have to be careful about. Did, did we just? This did is, we? There's a little. This yeah, is it's good. too much. Uh, that's all right. It's just as good. No, it's fine. I'll just Ferengi, cut this all out. Pull up producers where they realize they can turn a profit by blowing up the space station somehow. <laughs> like, all right, this is some pretty good world building. We're already is, we're already going yeah, somewhere here. We got we still got to pick our <laughs> prompts. <laughs> I feel like. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Uh. Wait. So who was? I think last week. Who was the? Uh, 
That was you, right, Walter? It was, actually. Yeah, yeah on, was literally Warlad. only Walt could have come up with that batshit fucking gangster setting. Oh, yeah. It was still a good setting? Uh, it, was a, it was a good setting. I didn't say it was a good setting. I just said it was batshit. Are you, you criticizing my setting? It, it's fucking crazy. You know, okay, I'm going to say right now, I was listening back to Frog Quest. You know, yeah, it's classic. That was our craziest one. one. That's the and not denying that. No, see, I'm a little bit upset how in in medias res everyone is always just like, oh man, this this crazy idea. This sucks. And this is really not that crazy when you listen back to it. It's just like I think a that, bunch of I, frogs. Just a frog bunch vision of people quest. becoming frogs. Like, it's uh, a frog vision quest. Most of the uh in medias res shit hyping up the city is me. I'll cop to that. I went to the hype man school of podcasting, so <laughs> I'm a graduate. No. I'm a graduate of New York City's uh, new school for hype beasting, and that's uh, that's entirely where my skill set lies. That's why I'm on this podcast, actually. Walter Kunkel, this setting's whack, 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 whack. <laughs> Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> You're the mayor now, dog. <laughs> Supply side hype man. So, I, think, I guess I I guess it's me, right? I think I it I'm the one. hops back to Chessman. We have a very so. informal system because it was yeah, Belvin okay. before that, and before that it was it me. was yeah, yeah. Belvin, uh, our fourth member, uh, you know, rest in peace. It's kind of in the wind. Uh, all right. So you know, I really don't have, I really don't have any setup right now. So do you guys have? You guys have any anything? We can any, uh, we can riff words? we can any, riff until anything? you do do your job. You have any <laughs> words to no, this like? Well, after that uh, enrapturing earlier discussion, I am inclined to pick space station, but that might be a little too on the nose. So. No, space station's good. No, space station's good. We haven't done space anything in space, good. so that's we good. haven't really dipped into that yet. Uh, I was. You know what? I'm picking it still. Hair. Oh no! Oh yeah! It's just got like infinitely oh, more eighties, like within. Well, I just seconds. said hair. You guys took it to that place. Uh, no, no, that's not where I took it. Well, because well, when I hear hair, what I immediately think of is Juan the Grudge. Oh, like some Junji uh, Ito shit. Yeah, like because the Japanese are very scared of hair. Do you they hate it? That's why they're famously bald. Yeah. Do you think that might be more of a uh, chessman, a subset or worldview? inclined by the media you tend to consume no it's actually a i'll call you a like, weeb basically it's like the <laughs> nicest way to yeah. call someone a weeb i've ever heard <laughs> I, yes i'm a, i'm aware that but there's no like stories about like hor- hair-based horror in the united states or in like well in the west in general but, like the only hair-based horror that i know of is like is in japan they, they've got it's not just like the grudge and all that. They've got like um uh fairy tales and stuff. Uh it's I'm blanking on it right now, but Juan the Grudge was based on a uh on a uh what do they call them? Uh, uh like uh Japanese like world rules building sort prompt. of thing. Right. Oh. So space station hair. Space station hair, and you gotta come you're the lore lads, so you come up with the big you or you see- can kind of come up with the hook halfway through. It changes the setting. Mm. The space station is a school for space barbers. 
That's and being <laughs> I'm a barber, not opposed to that. It's actually a very hazardous occupation when you're cutting alien hair. No, see, I was going to that, and yeah, no, that does. That's that's very good. That's I'm, very good. I was going to go hair stylists more than barbers, but now since you said that, and since I was, I'm thinking there's there's two space stations, of course. Oh. There's, there's one space station. There's uh I've never seen this uh, much liberty taken with a prompt. <laughs> uh there's uh I, I don't know any good barber uh words. There's uh Is it because you haven't been to a barber in two years? That is actually entirely the case. Um so there's oh, okay, okay. So there's a barber station and the hairstylist station. Uh, of course, one is shaped like a barber pole. The other one is shaped. Oh, of like course. A... Okay. This is the rainbow. Yeah, the peppermint yeah. kind of yeah, swirly. Yeah. Thing. Which is actually, I mean, that's not a terrible shape for a space station, uh, especially a, a rotating one. It would give you artificial gravity. Of course, it would yeah. be really big. That's actually a really cool idea. It's a space for the artificial station, gravity. Yeah. Yeah. So they trade. Why are they in space? Because they Your service space? alien hair. But there are schools mm-hmm. that train barbers. There's a lot of aliens yeah, but haircuts out there. Could this school be located planet side? No. Why not? Well, because I, the I planet has been overtaken. So it's it's like a, like a like a like a the it's, Paul Mitchell kind of shit where you can get a cheap one, but it's riskier. And aliens traveling through space don't got a lot of time. That's true. They yeah. got space to you, travel. Chessman, what were you, you hitting waste, on? The planet has been overrun. Yeah. Yes, the planets have been overrun. First of all, you don't want to waste um, uh, precious resources by deorbiting and orbiting. It's terrible. You you know you've got to make a meeting. That's going to take time yeah. too. What if um, go on? It's I overrun you. by giant hair monsters. I was going to say course. by hair, by hair, by hair, the hair itself. So tying into Junji Ito, uh, oh, there is just some kind of keratinous intelligence that has at least consumed like. The planet below. Oh, I hate that. Tell me more. Okay. <laughs> yeah. At, okay. So, at a certain point, let's say human inhabited, because this makes the setting easier, kind of. Thus far, mm-hmm. we can touch on aliens' influences later. Mm-hmm. Everyone's hair starts to go to a certain length and resists being cut. Uh, by day like four or five, you realize your hair has grown longer than it has in, than is possible in several years of growth. Hair is just accelerating. And what's more, it's seeking out other hair. And so you wake up in your bed and all of your long hair is kind of almost out the window. And you kind of pull it back. You think nothing of it. Well, you think something of it, but things have been weird lately with the hair growth and shit. And what gets pulled up through the window? Oh, it's really heavy. It's a dog. Your hair connected to a dog. No, yeah. And then like... The hairs fuse together mm-hmm. when they touch, and so it's like a devil's nest, like the rat no, tails. No, like even when you're when you're walking, you're physically being pulled back, and you're not attached to anything. The weight on your head is starting to pull you, so it's psychic in some way, or it exerts some control over itself, and it wants to bind all life forms together on the planet, and just exist as one thing. It it grows over your body and encompasses it in entirety, and basically, you become the hair's skeleton. Yeah, because Ooh. it eats all your nutrients to 
grow your hair super fast. So you're always hungry. You're fucking sweating and like you you're very sick. This hair was made for me. So okay, so that's like stage that's like like stage like two. Like so let's say let's say that's the end of stage one where they finally completely taken over your body and you're just like wrapped in hair. Like and you're just, you look like some some sort of zombie in a platinum game or something. Yeah. You're if you're, you're just like sort of crawling with hair. I mean, if your body is visible in the mass of hair at all. Well if you're if, now attached to. By like right. stage two, it has a roughly like humanoid shape, but it will keep. No, growing. I'm. Th- yeah, no, I'm I thought stage that- two was that it would start to connect other hair. Beings. Yeah, that's the thing. The end game I always thought was that they connect into a fur ball of crushed bodies and hair that yeah. destroys all life. It's like a devil's nest, like, like when the rat tails get tied together. Exactly, but planetary, and then also, it's like a katamari. Like that's kind of the. Yeah, organism. it reminds me of Tetsuo and fucking Akira at the end, but it's hair no, instead I, of flesh. I legit, yeah, I, absolutely. This idea was inspired by like this dream I had, where there was like this super putty that was introduced that stuck to human skin and couldn't be removed, but all it wanted oh. to do was attach itself to other putty of the same type, and it was the most nightmarish dream I'd ever had. It was like one of the most vivid, horrifying dreams I've ever experienced. Oh, I hate that. That does yeah, sound fucking terrible. People's bodies literally being torn apart through fences as the putty is, like, squeezing to get to other people. <laughs> oh, no, it was so... Okay. It, it was so vivid and awful, and I just... It stuck with me for, like, two years. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> let's, let's take a step back. <laughs> there's barber that... station. You, you actually, like, there's that... that speech. <laughs> So there's that horror, right? There's that <laughs> horror that's on the planet. So that's that's the state of the planet. Actually, I my I I'm sure that maybe maybe some islands, maybe some entire continents have been completely turned into like blasted hair landscapes. Yeah, and like, it's extending the across the oceans, and it's killing all the yeah. crops and shit too. It's right. just the year is there's still a lot of holdouts, but torrential waves still a problem. of filth matted together by hair. Because the hair yes. is now indistinguishable. It's picking up everything, all the dirt and shit. It just seems like no, a mass. Like the and there's no islands. one brave enough to clean it and style it. Well, There's no one brave enough. Or strong enough. There's this barber school. Dan, you were saying something. I think I interrupted. <laughs> I was just going to make a dumb joke. Here's 23XX. Humanity's <laughs> losing the hair wars. <laughs> <laughs> They are. They're losing Styling has declined. Right. That's why it's in fucking space anyway. And it's called the growth. Yeah, or something cool like that. The growth. Yeah, it's called. It's not something dumb like a bunch of hair. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Very on the nose, Chessman. <laughs> well, that's what it is. That's probably what they call it. There's a bunch of hair coming yeah, towards the, us. The media coverage the first week was like, yeah, there's a bunch of hair in the Northwest. <laughs> and as we see, uh, coming into the weekend, we're going to have a lot more growth uh, in this area, uh, moving towards the Southeast, and we're all going to die. So uh, back to you. This is an anime. Uh, yeah. There's no other yeah, way. Yeah. This is pretty an anime. Much, yes. yes. I'm thinking 
the vivid gore and awfulness of that dream I had, plus a kind of JoJo style irreverence while you're on the station. Yeah. Kind of these devil may care barbers and shit. Well, it's a dangerous lifestyle, so only a it crazy is. person would do it. But normal barbers can't cut this hair. Otherwise, the problem would be solved. So these guys have a secret technique where they breathe while holding scissors. <laughs> we, can't, we, can't, we can't literally no. use Haman. We can't lift that. No, no. No, no Haman is dead. We have to move on to stands. Um, the, okay. So, uh, like, obviously, humans have tried to beat this for a long time. And long enough to build they, a they're, space they're station. losing. Yeah. Long enough to build a space But that if if there are aliens here, who who developed the countermeasure to to deal with the hair? Like was it humans or was it aliens? So the aliens growth came from outer autonomy. space and they've been encountered before. But there's an alien oh, race yeah. hunting it. It's oh. fleeing from planet to planet. Because aliens have planetary, like, nukes. They can just blow up the whole planet if it gets infected. Mm -hmm. But it, as a life form, maybe it can only exist on one planet at a time. And maybe these aliens are so far out that travel to us will take, like, eons, basically. But they can yeah. beam, they can beam shit to, no, that doesn't make sense. Because that's like, a, we received ancient, like, lore about this from the aliens we've deciphered like a jedi sort of order of aliens Either that, that or like, this thing. if the planet hasn't fallen yet they don't want to genocide us right they just want to stop the growth right. if they no, don't have if, to they'd rather not dude yeah what if they do want to genocide us because we're the host sort of a third oh. faction well that doesn't answer the question okay. of how we have the tools to fight the hair but i do like all right i've got it i've got it then you so Hum the humans were fighting against it for a while, and it was looking really bad. And we finally started developing space technology to try to leave the planet. Um, people come. The there's one group of aliens that's coming. Like, oh, uh, well, yeah, you can leave your planet, and we're gonna blow up the Earth. And obviously, that's not great. There's a third group. There's a third group of aliens, and they're like, wait a second, we can fight this. We, you know. We've been fighting this all across the universe. All, I mean, not the universe, the galaxy. Let's not get ahead of ourselves yeah. here. Mm -hmm. let's, not, let's not go crazy with this setting. <laughs> <laughs> the scale not, is very important here. Yeah, let's stick to Alpha Quadrant. Uh, um, uh, what was I saying? The, there are two orders of aliens and us. Right. So, the second order, I don't know what to call them. Uh, are they a race of living scissors? No. Let's keep it at okay. least semi-cool. Because <laughs> if normal scissors could cut through the hair, how would living scissors be able to do it? Uh, because they, <laughs> they don't because breathe they get as well. Their, <laughs> because they get their life... Um, they get their life thread and they cut the life thread. <laughs> Maybe there was like a bullshit powers. <laughs> These aliens encountered the growth and maybe they beat it back once before using like an old medical technique or some kind of like order of monastic doctors or knights, night barbers. Mm -hmm. But that well, their secrets have you. been lost. And the new aliens in power, it's 
much easier to combat this shit by chasing it down from planet to planet and mm -hmm. just destroying it because they don't give a shit about like other people's lives generally they don't want it to come back to their planet because they're not equipped to deal with it right yeah whereas whereas like the uh yeah the the other group of they the well you have one group that's trying to just yeah there's like, a group of individual yeah. aliens in exile who are kind of like we can beat this on the ground without having to holocaust millions of lives where the alien government is like this is bullshit let's just blow it up they come to humanity and, and in our hour like, of need uh. Yeah, they don't recognize us as people. We're too far gone to the host. Yeah. But we're just, no, we're just to the point where they, we're about to reach the, we're about to reach the breaking point where they're like, no, we're calling it off. Like, it's about to reach stage four where it becomes like an entity that we can't just defeat with our weapons. Like, we, we you know, you guys have like so many, you, you, if, if we don't see progress, we are going to bomb the whole place. What do these aliens look like? Do you think they would sh keep their heads shorn as kind of a symbolism of what they went through? Absolutely not. They would have they would the fucking it. wildest <laughs> hairdo. <laughs> that, that is actually yeah. tempting. It's like a, a race of greys with like crazy pop, like Japanese man pompadour. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> It, the pompadour is a symbol of respect to my people. The pompadorians. Uh, the, <laughs> I, I do I do want to call them the pompadorians. No, the pompadour was an ancient symbol. That, that was our first contact with alien life. And our attempt to replicate the shape of their ships, which are also in the shape of their coiffed hair. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm tempted to make the other kind of aliens the, F, the Afrosians. The Afrosians? But... Because that's that a little. Too... I think the race. I think the race is the Pompadorian race. Okay, the Pompadorian. Race. And there's like an order of uh, barbers. We should call them something cool, like soul barbers. That's. Feel free to pitch more soul. ideas on that. Soul, <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, I'm really feel free to writers soul room that one. <laughs> soul barbers. Yeah. Can we kind of outsource that? Um, you know. No, this has to be packaged um, for wizards. We have to deliver it immediately. <laughs> the, the way of the snip. Um, oh, the starburst. The one true cut. Oh, the, yeah, they follow the path of the one true cut. I like that. Yeah, the cut mm -hmm. to like pierce the heavens or <laughs> like some. It's like very yeah. Jedi. It's very mythologized, <laughs> and they this, have this like a sense of seriousness about it. Like perilously close to a Gynax anime. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a trigger anime. This is this is a trigger. This Cousins. is one part uh one part uh what's it called? The one with the drill to pierce the whatever. Gurren Lagan. Uh, drill to pierce the heavens. This is one part Gurren Lagan and about a thousand My parts. My only assistance is that we yeah. get dual uh we get Junji Ito to animate it and the guys from <laughs> JoJo to write it. <laughs> I, I <laughs> yes. We we bring Ito on board for the the growth designs, right? Like he's doing the character designs here for the beast. I think he would uh yeah, but the maybe he would be a consultant cuz his animation style just looks completely different from anything else. Yeah. Well, you'd have David Productions consulting with Ito, and then you would have um uh James Cameron. Wait, uh I, no, I do uh, consider and this is non-negotiable. Uh, whatever we do in the setting, it must be 
extraordinarily graphic and horrible and bloody. It's like just beyond the pale of what you would watch on television. <laughs> like Gantz with hair. Just awful. <laughs> aw- in keeping with the vividness of the dream I had and <laughs> conveying that. I'm only okay with that if we oh, double God. down on like the jaunty school life on the space yeah, no, station. We triple down yeah. on it. <laughs> like the, the golden full days tilt of into it. How do you contract oh, it? Okay. So they're off world presumably they're, to not contract so, the growth. If if we're leaning there's into that, ways, what if yeah. there's like some sort of we still haven't settled on how they're actually fighting this. But you have to like well, first okay. of all, it's a school, it's a high school. Yeah, I mean this real, is an yeah, area we've covered that. Definitely yeah, come on. Common sense. Real quick, how people get infected. Obviously, it's there's a slow way to do it where, like, if there's just if there's just like a little bit of hair that gets to you, like like a little like a follicle will break off and it'll it'll sink in and it'll you'll slowly convert you. What if or someone can like grab you and like just turn you into a hair monster right there? What if it's about uh, self discipline? If your hair is perfect. The twine is repelled. We'll call it the twine or the growth. There's, the growth is repelled by you. Uh, and or, it's, the true cut. Or, I like yeah, that. Like, it, part of character creation. They don't, it jumps from planet to planet where people aren't keeping their hair in perfect. And then it's like the fight mm-hmm. scenes are people's hair getting messed up. It's like, ugh. Like. <laughs> yes. So wait, you're fighting with your hair then. You Well, that's, so, that's so not even fighting. That's yes, a survival measure. measure. That's like keeping your gas mask on. You have a giant razor blade that's the size of, like, you know, Cloud's sword. I do like the idea that, like, the most important part of character creation is you describing what your character's hair looks like. <laughs> it's like, it's not a stat, but it's it's an essential part of the character creation. Like, you have to have some stylish, like, way I mean, out there hair that's perfectly I'm gonna be maintained. real with you, there's not even, like, I don't think, like, a monster you fight. I think there's just a show. That we like in terms of translating <laughs> no, this you, to the tabletop, yeah. it would be impossible. <laughs> no, it would be very possible. I could, you could yeah. definitely do it. You just don't. All, all you have to do is you have to go down. Like you're yeah. doing tasks. You could have so there's there's three different like levels you could do like on the planet. Well, like of course on the space station, you do all kinds of things. You could like train how train styling, or like just uh, do the do your job. Do you do your regular day job just cutting aliens to get uh, funds for the uh, uh well the aliens funds for the space the station. aliens would refuse to let us touch their hair because it has no, to be-, they'd be no there would be plenty of aliens who want to come to a space station of the best barbers in the galaxy well, they're the best barbers in the galaxy that's for why free that's Where why they're, they're heirs, fucking though. teaching us yeah th- this order is teaching us how to have perfect hair and how to be the like ascended race. I like to think if there's, if there's a order, if these aliens have found other aliens throughout the galaxy, that this, there would be some other spacefaring aliens that would come to the space station and you would cut their hair because it would be very low rates here. <laughs> you could get a really cheap cut and it would, yeah, be, if, it would probably be really good. If you go to a styling school, they'll cut your hair for way cheaper than an actual stylist. So, so that's what you're doing during the day, um, but then, or, but then you'll get assignments to go down, and like you could have a few assignments where you're just like, you're trying to root out uh, an infestation in like, 
a, a mostly uninfested area, or you're trying to like fight on a front line, or you're like doing, and the third one is like doing a sting operation where you're going into like the heart and you're cutting like you're you're like cutting something out of the root. What if I like one alien race? But what if there's a barber? No, space I think we station. should have more than one. Like okay, I don't, I don't here, see why you're limiting I'm, yourself I'm v- to one. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. But as, let me, as Lord let me Lad, I'm vetoing that. It's multiple alien races. Like it's a whole galaxy. They all like, have, but like they all have wild hair. Tons of people exiled from Earth. We had time to build a barber space station. That was before we even realized like what the fuck the problem was. There would be other space stations that need haircuts of like humans in exile, mm-hmm. like tons of them. And not only that, these barbers are also the first responders. Because if there's bad hair on one station, that station could be overrun in a matter of days. Mm-hmm. Right. So you go somewhere not to root out an infestation, but to like at to like do preventative medicine. And basically. also to teach hairstyling because the, you're yeah. they're spread thin. That humanity is dying. They have to teach the way too. They can't just perform it. But there is like a cult or some sort of secret society that think that the best path forward is to just sublimate to the growth, just give ourselves over. Oh yeah, totally. Root and them out as well. Ignore your hair, <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm loving this setting. This Rebel is, against I'm... the path of one true cut. What does the hair want? It wants to live. Oh. But if it gets enough bodies, does it attain some higher level of what? What is it? No, the the hair is just your classic, uh, run of the mill hive mind that mm-hmm. lands on a planet and it's just a little shred, and then like takes over a planet slowly, um, and then as it as it gets together, it becomes more and more of more and more of a of an intelligence that right. every everybody it uh, takes over, it. and then. I, I don't know. Like I think it's ridiculous to be like, oh, and then it and then it shred groups together with other intelligences. But I think at some point, like it gets to where like, oh, I can't take anything more here. I'm just gonna start pumping out follicles yeah. to other There's like, into been space no, to try to hit. It hasn't anything. ever gotten two at once because the original alien race, or maybe yeah, a third or a second alien race that was just like this is bullshit, we're just gonna nuke everything. So maybe there are two races that are not just one race and one kind of government within that race. I think you're right on multiple aliens. But mm-hmm. it's never gotten to two planets at once. And there's a danger of that happening in our solar system. Because Mars has been colonized. Let's say. And like we're yeah, in a spacefaring age. Mm-hmm. Or like not in the infancy of it, but like yeah, the, the toddler the ast- stage. Yeah, the asteroid belt has been colonized, and there's humans living there. Mm-hmm. So, Earth is a lost cause, but Mars is, like, the biggest pet project for this order. No, I, I know, I like, so is Earth totally, no, I don't like that Earth I, is I totally, like it should be totally lost. lost. No, I think, like, it's, if it's totally lost, it's, I think it's a lost cause, but you're right, there should be, you should be able to drop in on the ground. Yeah. No, see, because if it's a lost cause, it's going to turn into a, a. It's going to start shooting up. I think everybody thinks like everybody, th- there's like the one group thinks it's a lost cause, but if it's a lost cause, they're going to have to destroy it. 
Because if it's already a lost cause, then it's already started pumping out, and they should have destroyed it. That's true. There's like, there's continents so, where they uh, keep uh, it at uh, bay through constant intervention of the barbers, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Australia, the hair Australia can't come. A, like it's a fortress, fortress continent. They built a dome. I I don't know about the dome, but like okay, no, they didn't, they didn't build a dome. Oh, sort of like yeah. one a dome, like. Like, so big that there's thunder in it. Okay. <laughs> like a but thunder dome. <laughs> Nobody knows. That that would be a good bit if actually, like, uh, Australia built a big dome at the outset of this, and no one heard from them. They lost contact with them. But then, like, one day the dome just cracks open. It's just this dome of hair and bodies encompassing an entire oh. continent. Just oh, cracking like open more. under the... Yeah, that's like a cool episode two, like kind of flashback moment in world history. Like the dome crash because it preys on human weakness within the planet. Then what if what if Antarctica? It's too cold for the growth, and your so hair, we, yeah, your we hair can base, can't maintain like, its volume. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. It's like, we, it's like humanity has used it as a base. Basically, it's like a staging ground. Yeah, I dig it. Hmm. All right, I think I think this is I think we're pretty good. I think this is uh this is as far as I want to take this. How would you guys? How would you rate the setting out of ten compared to ones we've done? Uh, anime out of ten. Um, I think it has a hair chance. Fuck you. Uh, this is probably the least, and also I think most plausible anime adaptation that we could ever hope to get for any setting we pitch. I think this one has the greatest the, shot. So far, yeah. The way the probably. trigger the way the trigger makes anime, I'm pretty sure this is their next anime and we're just going to have to delete this episode. No, we're going to sue, sue them. Copyright we're going to sue them cuz we published it first. Oh. oh yeah. What is it called? Uh Deep Space Twine. No. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, please God. No. <laughs> um um, I'm trying to think some kind of pun on split ends. Um, uh, split yeah. Earth? No. Um, it's an acronym. Oh. It's an acronym called that's pomade. P O M A D. Galactic she- Galactic <laughs> Shiros. Galactic Shiros. Galactic Shiros. Did someone say something? Damn, was that you? No. No, I'm just laughing. I just turned it like, like a yeah. chirp and then silence. <laughs> My connection's been a little weird. Uh I'm gonna. Co- I'm just gonna go ahead and I'm just gonna say that this one is this called uh, the growth. Simple yeah. enough. Because I got maybe we'll get this one. Maybe we'll figure out a better name someday. But like this is we got. Come on. I like pomade. If we can get. The acronym, but getting a, we yeah we don't have another tw- ten minutes yeah. to figure out getting yeah. a copyright getting a copyright on all those letters is gonna be hard anyway. Shit. It's gonna be a bitch. <laughs> Trademarks, <laughs> don't even don't talk about the restricted. You could get all the way uh, to E and then figure out it's the whole thing's busted. How was I supposed to know Mario was copyright? <laughs> <laughs> That's it for this week, guys. We hope you enjoyed. Uh, See y'all next week with hopefully 
our co-host Melvin Olasov, who's been absent. Take it easy. I think his name's Pete. Actually, I think his name is. Are we still committing to that? I think his name's Pete. Isn't his name Pete? No. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Zach. And I'm Dan. I'm Walter. All right. Take it easy, y'all.